1: there comes one
2: of them now. Welcome to the Gamezilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host Grimlock, and with me in the Gamezilla Media Studios, Studios, Sto- <laughs> yeah, Studios, Studios, my co-host, <laughs> the Butter Boy. Night-night. I'm here.
0: I'm here, and if there's gonna be Studios, okay, we need to sanitize everything after.
2: That's right. Uh, of course, our video producer, who is making the show live on Mixer.com/slash Media. If you are not there watching us live every Monday night, 7:30 p.m., you are missing out. The one, the only player, one Miggy. What's going on, everybody? Ooh, that was <clears throat> retake. <clears throat> <clears throat> Okay, I take it all back, guys. I take it all back. Don't come to Mixer. Don't, don't, don't. You right over there?
1: I'm good. I think puberty hit me late. Um,
2: Already, if you're watching this live, Miggy already has a poll going if if we should vote on something. So make sure that you are being interactive. They are live on the Mixer channel. All right. I want to thank everybody uh, for hanging out with us every week. However you listen to us, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, I think I said it already. But still, wherever you listen to your podcast, that's where we're at. GameZilla, media, all of our shows. And, of course, we want to make a special thank you to our patrons. Yeah, we got
0: to send a big thank you to our patrons. And we thank you for your continued support of the GameZilla podcast. So make sure you go over to Patreon.com. Oh, what is this? The Ho Train. <laughs>
2: what is what's going on? Everybody get on the... We said there were gonna be some
0: hoes! Oh. Trade! <laughs> <laughs> but go to patreon.com <laughs> slash Gamezilla Media <laughs> uh, and, uh, and support the Gamezilla podcast. Uh, if you are a supporter at just the $1 a month tier, we have a new show, State of the Zilla. I got it right this month. He Finally, did. got it right this week. Uh, new show just dropped today uh, with Uncool Joe, Chops, and LPJ, and they talk about their love for comic books. That's available to our $1 a month patrons. And if you are a $5 a month exclusive access patron, then and you have uh, access to different shows. Every single show on the the Media Network releases at least one bonus show per month that you can only get on Patreon. And guess what? Muster for the Gamesilla Podcast. We have it up there beginning of every single month. Gamesilla Podcast pre-shows that we record. Boom. They're right there. We got a doozy for you. We're talking about uh, battle passes, rocket passes, loot boxes, and how they're changing the way that uh, we play as gamers. So that's going to be live for you tomorrow morning if you're watching us live on Mixer. So go over to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media and become a patron today. And uh, I gotta I gotta roll that I gotta roll that godfather theme again. It's hot,
2: dude. <laughs> Great. F- Fantastic. Get on the
0: whole train. Okay. Now, other big stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah, dude, this is, this this is, is cool. This is where it's at, man. We're taking it. GameZilla to the next level. This is actually gonna be the new intro yes! to Gamezilla. Where it's just gonna yes! be, it's just gonna be like games. I I'm wouldn't. S- I wouldn't doubt it. Like I told I you, I've been working it. on a new intro for a year. It's just me doing <laughs> games. He's just been perfecting it. Um, but no, this is episode two hundred and ninety-nine. <laughs> Next week is the big is the Gamezilla last episode ever. Episode three hundred. <laughs> Where we stop it. This is it. Well, actually, I've been digging a pit in your backyard to kick someone down into because it's <laughs> yeah. three hundred. We'll yeah. be like, this is Gamezilla, and then just ch- full on chest kick.
2: <laughs> Dude, Mickey's practicing yeah. his Godfather Miggy's dance. We got the Godfather dance down. We need a cam pointing that way soon.
0: Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're excited. We got some fun stuff planned for next week's show. So make sure you are here with us live on Mixer for our 300th episode Big celebration. Big things coming.
2: Big
1: uh, yeah, things. No doubt. Um. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. You can't say big things coming while playing that thing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes, I Whoa. Whoa.
2: Whoa. Actually I think I can and I think people get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways.
0: Grim, what kind of stuff are we talking about this week?
2: We uh we're gonna be getting into how there is no actual uh console war coming up. There's no... You are Are you telling you're a console war denier? Yeah, there's none. Oh, there will be It's no, real. It's a thing. There will be no war next generation. Uh, well, we're talking about... You think about, be peace? We're talking about the interesting um, technology with VR in a very special way that uh, someone was able to use it, I'd say outside of gaming, in a way that uh, I kind of want to talk about and see what people thought, if it, if it would help you or if it would make things worse. And then, of course, we're going to get into Nintendo and their genius... They've they've never done anything wrong with mobile gaming, right? So I mean, let's be honest, it's it's all good news when it comes to Nintendo and mobile gaming. <laughs> I've never done anything
0: wrong. Money, please, <laughs>
2: money, <laughs> please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like
2: money. <laughs> um, um. But also, we uh, we got a very we got a new kind of t- topic coming up after that. That's going to be interesting. Where we're going to explore a a different way of uh, forgetting forgetting a video game. I got, well, a good, I got a good way to forget. Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's what we got coming up on episode 299 of the gamesville podcast. <laughs> Let's roll the news. Let's roll the news. <laughs> Thanks a whole lot. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster new of yours? Download the way Oh, topic number one. There is no console war because Xbox has moved on and left PlayStation behind. That is this top. This is the article coming from Forbes, and uh, it, it is an interesting topic because though the title does is very clickbaity and does push it, saying, "Hey, you know, PlayStation is is." Dead. that's not the case but what what happened recently in last week is that Phil Spencer took the stage and said their competition is Google and Amazon and not PlayStation and Nintendo. So what does that mean we got some more we got some more explanation from Phil and uh, you know Forbes covered it but let's let me just cover a couple things here first okay we all love the console war we've, we, we've grown up we grew up with it. There, there wasn't there wasn't one, and all of a sudden then it was like my PlayStation's better than your Nintendo 64. No, my Xbox is superior, and every generation we go through this.
0: There there is few things I like more as a gamer than putting down a very sensibly and well put together platform for no reason. Like you plan. Xbox, you're definitely a dummy. Like, that's one of my favorite things to do. There's no reason for it. I just love doing it.
2: Oh, you're good at Call of Duty on Xbox? That's because all the good players are on PlayStation. Dude,
0: there's nothing I like more than that. (laughs) Like, I I remember just totally ragging on, like, Genesis back in the day. Like, Genesis is looking so stupid looking. It's not nearly as good as Super Nintendo. And that will never go away. That passion will always be in my heart. <laughs> you could be like, "Yeah, I'm playing on Stadia." And I'm like, "I'm playing on Amazon streaming." Google stupid. Like, I don't know. It, it's so it's anyways. a hobby. It's a hobby, man.
2: Competition in the game industry isn't about who sells the most consoles as much as that I think that is the case. It is about who makes the most money, right? So, I wanted to just kind of break down the industry real quick, okay? There's a lot of money to be made, according to a recent article and protocol. The global game industry produces more than 150 billion dollars in annual revenue. So, just to give you an idea, that in 2019 the global film box office was 42.5 billion, and uh, in 2018 recorded music business. Dude, don't, no, no, no! I'm I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm not listening. How music is dead? Okay, how much is it? 19.1 <laughs> billion. Nineteen
0: point one. I honestly thought you were going to be like two hundred twelve million.
2: <laughs> 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 I did not even
0: think music made over a billion. Nineteen point
2: one billion. 1 billion. That's so, a lot of good job. Uh, music. Just, just to give you there. an idea, video games are a bit above two hundred forty percent of the revenue realized from movies and music combined. Honestly, that's wild. Yep, I know it's insane. That's a wild figure. Yeah. So back in the day, console sales were directly connected to that. You needed you needed these boxes in order to 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 tap into that revenue stream. But not anymore because back in the day, you were playing with people on a couch or LAN parties and and doing all these things. That's how you played games, multiplayer or or, or whatever form of competition that you wanted to call it back then. That's how you did it. You needed the boxes. You needed the PlayStations, the Xboxes, whatever it was. So. Uh, That was then this is now the world's most popular games are multiplayer and have strong multiplayer components. They've played they're played in the cloud. You can play with friends who live anywhere. Tens of millions watch game related content on Twitch mixer and YouTube every day. The real competition in the video game industry isn't taking place on the console arena. It's happening in the cloud. So I read this, and and at first, you know, when I first think about it, I was like, yeah, but I still disagree. And then I started reading more of it, and they bring in some um some comments from Phil Spencer, and he just wanted to this this kind of clarifies that statement I told about I said earlier about how Nintendo and Sony are not their competitors anymore. They need to focus on Google and Amazon. When you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, but we've invested tens of billions of dollars in cloud over the years. I don't want to be in a fight over format wars with those guys while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world. Ultimately, that's the goal. And that's what we've talked about Xbox for what feels like months, maybe well, actually years now, where we've, we've talked about Microsoft and, and Xbox and how their Play Anywhere initiative. They don't care if you play on an Xbox anymore. Which is why they don't care if Sony sells more PlayStations and if Switch sells more and more systems. They don't care because guess what? They're everywhere. Their products are on the Switch now. The Azure cloud that they just referenced is what is going to run PlayStation's cloud system. It's already been confirmed that Sony bought into Azure. So, your PlayStation Now and all that stuff that they're going to be developing for the PS5 is all going to run on top of Azure. So, Xbox is, Microsoft's making money off them. And of course, they have X Cloud. Of course, they have all this other stuff that they're going to be working on. And they want to compete against Stadia. They want to compete against Amazon. And here's the thing: they're out first. They're they're they're. Well, I don't want to say first, first, because obviously, like Stadia is live, but they're out in front with everybody. They're not these people that are being reactive and trying to tap into an industry uh, that has already started. They are trying to pave the path and show people that X cloud and the Azure cloud and all the stuff that Microsoft is doing is the way to go. Well, I think
0: one thing that benefits Microsoft greatly is for 20 years now, they've established their name as a gaming brand where Google has had a rough start to Stadia because Google is not a gaming brand. Amazon owns Twitch. So I think, you know, there is a little bit more maybe respect from game players in that regard. Amazon is is a force to be reckoned with, but you can say the same thing about Google, but I think the hardcore player, the people that have brand loyalty to Microsoft or even people that are Sony fans are going to be more interested in sticking with a brand that they
2: trust, and that's with Microsoft. Yeah, absolutely. So since uh, Satya Nadella took over as CEO and of uh, Microsoft and started taking Microsoft to the cloud less than a year after the Xbox One debacle at E3 2013. A month after he took over, he puts Phil Spencer in charge of Xbox. In 2017, Spencer was named to the senior leadership team reporting directly to the CEO of Microsoft, mm-hmm. which we talked about. Spencer has been downplaying console competition and promoting bringing games to players wherever, whenever, as long as he's been head of Microsoft. Many understood that this as trying to put the best face on the PS4 dominance in console sales. In fact, it was an induction. I'm uh, sorry, an indication Xbox understood console sales aren't the future of gaming. They're not even the present of gaming. And we've seen this with Game Pass, with X Cloud, with all the stuff that's starting to really take some momentum here. And you can only imagine what this next gen is going to do for these services. So not to mention the advent of
0: the free to play game like a Fortnite that you can play it from tablets to all major game systems to PCs. Yep. The most popular game in the world is a game that no one owns other than Epic and can be played anywhere. So I mean, you're going to see things like that continue to develop and grow and continue to back the point that installation basis of
2: hardware is less important than it used to be. And if you think of everything to see why cloud again about cloud hosting is everything, not console sales It's the key to success in the game industry. All you have to do is follow the money. Multiplayer games, mobile games, Twitch, Mixer and YouTube are all mega money makers and they all depend on one thing. Cloud hosting a trio alone makes the cloud the most attractive source of gaming revenue today. It's just plain and simple. And, and it's crazy to think that here you have, I mean, yes, Google, Amazon, and Microsoft all have a reason to build cloud infrastructure outside of the gaming industry. Cause they're in the business industry. They're in many facets of, of the world, but like where's Sony, Sony feels like right now they're reactive. The jumping onto the Azure train, you know, so that they can have a cloud because they're being reactive. And so, though it may work well because you are piggybacking off of this, like, I'm sorry, when Azure performance comes down, do you think Microsoft's going to have the best performance or their client Sony? I think it's going to be Microsoft because it's their it's their infrastructure. It's that same idea we talk about with, like, cell phones, how it's like, oh, I have this um, um, Boost Mobile. Hmm. Man, where you at? Yeah, Boost Mobile, right? It works. <laughs> My cell service works great because they don't have their own cell towers. They lease cell towers from the big 3, Sprint. You use the Sprint, well, back in the day, you used the Sprint network yeah, yeah, if you had you Boost. But what would happen is you were you were bottom tier. So what happened yeah. is if that tower that you were connected to became ultra busy, you were the first one to get kicked off the tower. Yeah. So it's that same idea. Sony might have bought into a good infrastructure, but they're bottom they're bottom the totem pole here because microsoft's going to eat up whatever it needs to eat up you get the rest so and i mean i'm sure contracts and things like that are going to make sure that they're guaranteed certain things but still the best of the best is for for as far as azure is concerned is going to go to microsoft because it's their product now add game streaming to the mix stadia debuted in november geforce now just roared out of beta a few days ago and xcloud is in beta 5G networks are being built out. Subscription-based streaming isn't a major feature in the gaming landscape now, but it's on its way and it will make cloud hosting even more valuable than it is today. Companies don't need to don't need their own console to succeed in this world. They need state-of-the-art infrastructure and powerful data centers all over the world. So and that's what we've been talking about. So the more I read about this, and because I, because I, I really love the whole Sony versus Microsoft and Nintendo coming in, and usually just with a haymaker that's unexpected a lot of the times, where they just kind of come out of nowhere. And they always tra- have an
0: off-speed pitch yeah, to change up the game,
2: exactly. And so, you know, like I love that world and we'll still be there and you're still going to have comparisons laid out. We're still going to get specs for both these systems here relatively soon and we're going to sit there and analyze them inside and out even though like they'll be almost... (laughs) <laughs> like they'll literally be almost matching it'll be like same same processor same storage same speeds uh this one's box is a little bit shaped different than this one and airflow might be a little bit better here so you can expect the cpu's gonna run two percent better because of its cooler like i don't know that's what that's we're gonna get into this crap and it's gonna be crazy as always as every generation but this article just made a lot of sense to me that we are literally on the edge of everything changing. And we've talked about it a little bit in the past, but this is that first article I read where I was like slightly scared, also excited, but like at the same time kinda just sad. Because I feel like the thing that we've grown up on all these years is kinda is it is. It's kinda done.
0: I really do think this is our last real hardware generation. We could see one more something after this generation, but it's it's we're getting pushed to the cloud so much and if something tangible like the idea that stadia operates on a chromecast you know if if like that ends up working really well in the next five years there's not going to be a need to have a set top box you're just going to have you know soon these tvs are going to come with built-in you know connectivity and it's one of those things it's it's exciting but as a guy who is a little old
2: school it's it's disappointing also yeah, I think that's what it is for me. Is that uh, we've watched the music industry change a lot, and we've watched the movie industry change. And each time that they went in the direction they went, we've uh, we've pushed back some. Um, I know you still push back where you like physical media when it comes to music. Yeah, I I still buy my uh, CDs. But I mean, like it is, it, it it is that last form of media really that hasn't gone the way of streaming services you know games as a service as we we keep referencing and i think we're here i think we really are here the net the infrastructure can support it to to for the most part and like they said this next generation of of cellular service and things like that that with 5g and everything we're 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 on the the verge where I'm already playing xCloud on a terrible Wi-Fi connection at work, and I have minimum lag. I mean, enough that it bugs me, but that's with with a terrible system. So improve it 25%, and I'm probably comfortable Improve it more than that, and I'm probably saying this is my primary way of playing video games from now on. And so we're there. And, you know, like, it's going to turn down... then, Then the new war, I think, at that point is... It's who has the best service, who gives me the best value for my buck, and and then it really does, like we've always talked about software. Yeah, It's really going to come down to software at this point. Everybody's turning into Sega now. Sega doesn't need to come out with Dreamcast 2 anymore. Sega just needs to make good games, and they get them on these services, and that's all they care about. Everyone becomes a third party at this point. Like, yes, Microsoft is... Has Azure, and yes, Google would have their own their own infrastructure, and that's good for them. But not, but you're not going to see Sony go out and say we're going to build our own infrastructure. That'd be, that would literally be murder for their company. They're going to go partnership with Microsoft, which instantly tells me there's no war anymore. And do you agree with my assessment
0: that we're looking at a a, a world where big technology is taking over the gaming space? And Sony is an electronics company.
2: Yeah. and that's do, what... do
0: you guys th- have, agree with my assessment that yes. Sony isn't big technology? They're an electronics company. They make TVs. They make stereos. They make gaming systems. Uh, concept cars. They make concept cars for some reason. <laughs> N- Nintendo is even less so an electronics company as they are a gaming company. Yeah,
1: right. But, but they're not afraid to admit there's, you know, I guess some of their shortcomings with, they, you know, partnering up with Microsoft and everything. They're yeah. more willing to adapt than Sony, is Sony's, like, st- stubborn.
2: So this next statement here, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google have the data centers. For sure. I mean, sure. That, that's the statement. That's around, what I mean by, I mean by big technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sony doesn't. Sony is still driven to sell consoles because it can't compete in the cloud. The surprising PS5 reveal in Wired allowed Sony to focus the, uh, the early next-gen discussion on the console, which... Uh, dove perfectly with the uh, misperception that console sales are still important and they're still the, the, the example of success. Sony's, Sony's strong arm tactics of using PS5 exclusives to course players into buying the new console. The news that PS5 pricing may depend on the price point of the Xbox Series X and PlayStation's well-documented resistance to cross-platform play are all signs that PlayStation is still hanging on to console sales while the game industry has moved on. Mm-hmm. It's proven time and time again. We sat here last year and just just begging Sony to, op- to tear the walls down and, and to open the doors and say, hey, we want to share. And so this is that example... And it, like when people were like, when, when they came out, they're like, "Well, we don't know what the price of the PS5 is yet going to be yet." There's some things that are going to depend on it, like the price of the Xbox. And people liked that move. That was weakness. That was a sh- uh, that was a sign of weakness, as far as I'm concerned. That you can't come out with confidence and say, "My system is going to cost this much because it's worth this much, and you want it." Instead, you have to sit there and say, "Well, we're not sure. We want to see what Microsoft does first.
0: Have, who made that statement? That's a statement that never should have been made.
2: Never should have been made. And I'm sitting that, back. That I'm means like, you're not you, in the yeah, lead. you want to wait to see what Microsoft does first? Yet you were the company that like de- supposedly destroyed them last generation. Well, current generation, you know, and and caught them last generation and and dist- and dominated the previous generation, like. It's just it's a sign of weakness. It is not a good look for them. And and again, exclusive games. People will sit there and be like, I, I can't wait. Like, we have a lot of people that are excited for PS5 because they want to play Last of Us Two, and Horizon Zero Dawn Two yes. if there is one. God of the next God of War. The next Spider Man, right? Like like I can I can ramble off these great games. But the problem is we're ex- they're excited this time around. When do you hit that wall where you go, man, you should just let me play my game that I want to play where I want to play it. I have a really nice computer, I want to play Last of Us Part Two on my computer. You know, I like, exclusives are fine, but, like, this article's right that Sony is holding these different things in place to kind of handcuff you. And that's not what I know Sony, that's not the Sony I know. Okay, when PS1 came out, they were the underground. That's what they were. They were literally labeled the underground. I still have my PS1 bag that held my system that says PlayStation Underground. They were the rebels. They were the ones that were breaking the rules. They were the ones that were changing the industry. And now... They're the old, crap, decrepit people that are like, no, I don't want change. No, 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 That th- this is going to hurt my bottom line. No, 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 we're too big. We can't share. That's not how this works. Yet the rest of the world is already doing it.
1: Censor the games, protect the kids.
2: I don't know. I, I don't have any
0: issue with games being proprietary game is being tied to a system like system exclusives have always been a thing and it's something that as gamers as part of that rivalry we always get kind of excited about like which is the game that that i can bang my chest and tout is the great game for this platform that i chose and i believe in yeah and i agree with you it would be cool to be able to stream it and play it more places but i don't know I, i guess i'm not i still don't feel like that's an old school mentality. I feel like the lack of crossplay. If two games exist on two platforms, not being able to link the two—that—that's
2: the biggest thing that bothers me about Sony's old ways. How come I can play Horizon? How come I'm going to be able to play Horizon Zero Dawn on PC?
0: Because it's Microsoft. Microsoft is the Horizon Windows Zero platform. Zero Dawn
2: is not. Oh, Microsoft. Horizon Zero Dawn. I thought you were. You you've been playing a lot of Forza. Forza so they they I heard they're Horizon.
0: Yeah. Um. Does Sony own Gorilla? Yeah.
2: Interesting. It's that's what I mean. They're 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 scared, but they're also trying to test the waters. Yeah, in in a way. Maybe maybe that's them changing their ways. Is it coming to Steam?
1: I'm sorry, is Steam? I don't know. I'm
2: not sure. I know it's coming to PC. I don't know exactly how they're distributing it, but but it is you know it's that first like kind of PlayStation exclusive that we're seeing this happen. It's also a three year old game. It's an old game, exactly. So um comment I, I wanna address a comment from Owl Zero in the in the mixer Discord here, man, I really want a Hemi engine, but I want my Ford truck that doesn't work. First of all, if you want to put any engine in a in a vehicle, you, you can customize a vehicle and you could probably make it work. But you are talking about an archaic uh, industry that almost went bankrupt because they don't know how to run their business and and you're also, we're not talking about media. Like, we talked about how music has already converted. We've talked about how movies have already converted. We talked about how these services share across each other. I mean, how many things can you watch on Netflix that come from how many different production companies and different, everybody's Everybody's sharing this world, okay? we, we are so close to movies being
0: out in the theaters at the same time you can yeah, watch them at home. Exactly. We are so like yeah. a movie I saw a couple weeks ago. I already saw I could watch it for ten bucks on Amazon. Like I swear I was just in the theater seeing it. It's that quickly things are being sent to streaming, and so yeah, the the way we consume media is changing. It is evolving.
2: Yeah. Where, and then Button Masher Caleb comes in and says they want to uh, they want you to play Horizon Zero Dawn on a PC so that you will buy a PS5 and play Horizon Zero Dawn two. That is possible, but you have to be careful because you just gave them the first game on PC. Now the question comes, well, how come you don't give me the second game on PC? Xbox does that with all of their first party games. You have to be careful here if you're Sony. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm not saying some people don't buy a PS5. Okay, people are gonna buy PS5s. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Sony's dead. But you gotta be careful when you're when you're when you are Sony here because you're, you're not king in this world of cloud computing. You rely on everyone else at this point. What happens if Microsoft goes, you know what? We don't want this contract with you anymore. Amazon already has a service and Google already has a service. Nobody wants to give you a cloud. What do you do? You're Sony. You're dead in the water. What do you do? There's not an answer. So that's what I mean. Sony has to play by by certain rules here to keep to keep things healthy and opening their gates and opening their doors which they have now mind you they have they're allowing cross play to start to be developed within them within the platform they were the last ones to do it by they're, a long shot by a long shot and so nothing here is set in stone where we're saying they're dead they're losing any of this stuff but it is interesting how the industry has changed and because of how it's changed the the you know the The way we analyze winners and losers and money makers and not, like, PlayStation now becomes the most popular streaming service. Guess who benefits from it? Microsoft. Is it a war anymore? Because you're paying the enemy so that you can have a service. That's what I mean. It's, It's really weird. It's gray. Everything's gray at this point. There's no black and white.
1: Well, I don't don't want you guys losing any sleep tonight. I know there's one important thing that um, well, think about is where's our internet at? I mean, we're fortunate enough to be in areas, good areas, where we can play games like that via internet. But there's also those less fortunate people that are in areas that can't get um, you know, the games down, downloaded or to be able to stream games, they have to like, you know, bring an Xbox into town or they have to purchase the disc in order to download the game to their system or to play the game that way. So I think until we can get the internet structure, get that taken care of, um, get it everywhere where we can reach, where companies can reach that clientele, I think that's when we're going to see like the, the, maybe the definite, uh, end of like the console. But that's or this. Ge-
2: that's what I'm, I'm saying. That is this generation. If you have a seven-year cycle, if you have we have seven years from the end of this year. Your infrastructure of five G is going to be in place. Well, not not only five G. I'm talking like home internet. Five G is complete. To is is now ba- they are now claiming five G will be faster than our home internet infrastructure. So
1: we'll need. So, are there cell towers enough to to support? In that seven
2: years, it? there will be, because otherwise, your technology you've missed you've missed your gap. Like, there's already five G. You already can get on five G in in like major cities, right? Mm-hmm. So, you're talking the next seven years. If you're selling five G and you want to be Verizon and you want to be these companies that want you to pick their phones, you're gonna the 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 structure is gonna be there in the next honestly two, I would say. You know, like you could buy a 5G phone already. Mm-hmm. You can already be on 5G if you want to be like ahead of the curve. I would still say you're ahead of the curve at this point. But next two years, next 24 months, 5G is standard. The next, next 24 months, you're talking two iPhones out, two pixels out, two Android phones out. You're, you're telling me that Samsung flagship, Samsung flagship iPhones aren't 5G. Every single one that you sell. Got to have a network to put it on. 5G will be here. Go and, get, go and 5G ahead. travels further. Mm-hmm. So again, infrastructure, you don't need as many towers. I mean, things like this, they're going to mm-hmm. be able to blanket areas that they weren't able to blanket before with less physical technology. So when you put all that together, I mean, if 5G does does perform the way it's supposed to, we won't worry about our connections to our house from Comcast. Comcast needs to worry about 5G at this point. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that is obviously we've t- we've had that talk right now. Like, hey, if I buy Stadia and I live in the middle of Montana and I have like a two up and a one down, like, yeah, guess what? Stadia means nothing to me. Yeah.
0: And and we, you know, we don't we don't want to dive too deep into this because I think we've we've reached the end of this conversation for the most part. We don't want to speculate too much. But personally, as a person who has bought into the Echo, the Alexa, the Amazon Prime world. I have multiple devices, multiple fire sticks. I'm interested to see what Amazon's gonna bring to the table because if it's an affordable game package that's included somehow, or if some features are tied into Prime and the devices I already own, who knows? And I think I said the similar thing around Stadia. Like I'm really interested in this. This could be good for me. And then I wasn't interested at all once I learned more about it. But Oof, I've yeah. already bought into the Amazon infrastructure. So is there a chance that this is a service that could be whatever they do could be appealing to me? And, and again, that's an when when Phil says our competition is Google and Amazon. We talked about data centers, and we you know in the room here we understand that quite a bit as we're guys in the IT field, but. When we say, like, these companies own data centers, like, you think about, oh, they have, like, a building somewhere with, like, servers that run (laughs) video games. No, Amazon, like, a, a giant corporation can sign a huge contract with Amazon to have Amazon cover all of their computing and all of their servers. They have giant facilities of data centers full of computing power that you can't even imagine and they sell that to giant corporations to host that for them so it's not it's not just like oh Amazon's building a little gaming area no Amazon sells data services to major companies it's this is them just parlaying uh, equipment and facilities they already have into the
2: gaming world. Man, you see who came in the chat? I gotta say, he's finally here. Invalid ID is here. He's here. He's gotta hit the follow button now. Man, then it's in, official.
0: Invalid's here when I'm out yeah, just in Yeah, we gotta, we gotta he's be gonna, careful what we
2: say. He's yeah. like, he's like a senior to us in the IT world. Yeah, but listen, he's like my, he's like my IT Yoda. I'm just. Uh, before, before just R2D2.
0: Before I worked, before, <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even Luke. Before <laughs> I
2: worked for, before I worked for Invalid ID. Okay, and and, and before I worked with Invalid ID, I should say. My previous job, I got to go to Chicago and I got to see the facility there that Google uses. That, that, well, not uses; it is Google. It's a, it's a, it's a city. It's a, it's the whole, the whole city of Chicago could go down and this thing would still run. It's insane. Now, mind you, the company I was with before this couldn't afford to be to even buy one one like row. That's how expensive it was, but. I got to see it and it was amazing this is what these companies have that, that companies like Sony don't and that's why Sony has to piggyback off of them and, and because of it it puts Sony in a position to like how the example that we gave of boost mobile you know with this company that yes we're, we sell cell phones and yes we're we're like a subsidiary a subsidiary of um, sprint or something let's say but we're still bottom totem and so that's what sony that's what's going to be interesting as this goes on and you know technology evolves in the cloud who gets it first right something new hits azure who gets it first microsoft does 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 Sony not get access to it for six months, a year, or something like that? These are the things that we have to see and realize that Sony has to play nice now and that wars don't exist anymore and that these people are all really out to, like, what did we say? $150 billion last year? $150 billion in the gaming industry. Annual revenue. Let's be honest. These companies are all looking at you and says, hey, let's all just take a chunk of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right let's all just enjoy this together trying to wet their because we're dominating everyone when it comes to revenue all right that's our first topic it's in-depth listen if you want to talk more about this if you have your own opinions on it um join the discord Discord's free. Come hang out with us. Every day we talk in the Discord. That's what we're doing when we're not doing these podcasts. Come hang out in there. Hit the uh, PlayStation channel, the Xbox channel, Gaming General, wherever it is you want to put your thoughts, and we will respond to it, and so will other other gamers from around the world. All right. Topic number two. A mother is reunited with a deceased daughter in VR. Dude, I, I honestly... This,
0: this I honestly don't know if I can talk about this
2: this is yeah it I I first saw the head like the you know the caption I was like what and I started reading into it and I mean it's really hard okay so first of all <laughs> what I'm gonna try to do is I'm gonna try not to uh judge like I don't I'm not trying to like her her opinion or whatever she formed out of this that's her own right that, yeah. that's and that's that's hers but like my, my question how I want to kind of tackle this I want to talk about what they did. And then I want to talk about how we would feel about it, how we would feel, okay? Like, would it help us? So um, last week, a Korean TV special called Meeting You aired, which focused on a family's loss of their 7-year-old daughter. And in an unsettling finale, the program attempted to reunite the girl with her mother using virtual reality recreation, complete with audio. So there's videos of this where you can watch it it's uncomfortable it's not I, I, you know mm-hmm. not for the faint of heart but um the mother it's was comfortable in the way it's super sad yeah not mm-hmm. only was the girl fully replicated in 3d able to move around and interact but the mother was given touch sensitive gloves to accompany her vr headset and she was able to walk around a limited green screen set mm-hmm. uh in what looked like kind of like a like a ranch um Within the confinements of the moment, these fleeting few minutes, um, there's no idea the experience of the mother. Right, that's what I'm trying to stay away from. I don't wanna. I don't wanna hit on that because, again, it's not fair for my thoughts on this. But um, interacting, being able to see your daughter one last time, could have helped her. Could have helped with grieving. You know, could have uh, could have helped with trauma. But. Only time, research, and further you know, further work on this will tell. And I think it's also per per basis. I think it's per person if this is going to be, if you're going to react positively or negatively to this. Um, this is so the 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 article goes on. The you know that the, the guy that wrote the article says this is something I didn't think we would see for five or ten more years. So it, it caught them off guard a lot. Um, but it is very interesting to see what another example of VR what VR could do for us in, in a way that maybe we hadn't thought about I mean we've talked about having a disability and being able to travel being able to do things that you know that you can't do or you know be able to get outside when you're not allowed to leave a building or something like that we've, we've you know we've expressed some of the advantages of VR so when, when you think of this my opinion on it like my feelings is that this would make things harder for me Mm -hmm. i don't like because i know in in my because i'm from the it world i'm i i I, i'm from the technology world i know it's not it's not real and so for to me like i don't know that like i would worry that this would that this what this would do is i would never want to leave that i would keep coming back to relive this this simulation you know, for whatever whatever good feeling it gave me for that small period it would almost become my drug. And that's, you know, that's what I'm scared of with this technology in this sense is that, you know, I'm, it, I'm not, I don't want to say it can't help somebody. I don't think this would help me. I think this would end up actually hurting me.
0: It. My, my initial thing is, like, I, f- I find this heartbreaking. I find this... I know this would be um, emotionally uh, stressful for me. Just just thinking about it is making me really uncomfortable, um, because I am trying to context- contextualize it. I'm trying to be like, okay, what would it be like if I lost my wife, and then they digitized her and I could see her again? I don't. I think I don't want that. The only way I could possibly think of a scenario where I would go, uh, okay, if if there was a scenario where didn't get to say goodbye. It's a one-time like scenario where I, I I'm put into this digital world and it it could create closure, but there's no going back after that moment. Like that's the only way because I could see that scenario where someone gets hooked into constantly wanting to be in this digitized version of their lost their lost loved one, and that's that's like black mirror stuff. You know, like yeah, that's, exactly. that's that's technology changing the way we live our lives in a way that I think is unnatural and and loss is a, is a terrible thing. I've, I've never experienced real loss. Like I've lost grandparents and stuff like that's That's normal for someone that's in their thirties, but like, I've never lost a child or a spouse or, you know, anything like that. Um, but uh, unfortunately loss is a part of life and this could really change the way people's minds cope with it and it could possibly be in a very negative way and that's it's very heavy this is a very heavy subject to talk about and um it 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 honestly is something that thinking about it is making me uncomfortable
2: yeah i mean i could see like i don't know i think about some of the the loss that i've that i've had in my life and there's a couple things where i wish i could have said goodbye right yeah. like there's always that there's always that concept of like I didn't get the opportunity because right we never expect things things happen and so and and sometimes we, I guess I should take that back sometimes we expect things someone's getting older someone's fighting some sort of disease and we know that that time is coming but there's other times where it just it happens and so for me you having that ability to sit there and maybe ha- like mentally work through something where it's like I really would have liked to, even, you know, in the hospital, I would have liked to say, like, goodbye to my grandfather. Yeah. The way it went down, I was up north, I was on vacation, and I got a phone call. You know, I rushed to the cemetery where I carried a casket, and that was it. I never even saw, like, my final, like, viewing. I never had that. Yeah. So, like, could something like this give me some form of closure, in that sense, maybe, but I feel like, man, I don't know, because then, I feel like I could go back, and and then if you make these guidelines, right? Who makes these guidelines? They're like, well, you get this one, you get this one visit, and then you're, and then that's it. Then we delete the program. Well, What stops that from somebody that like is unstable from going off the deep end and like, pulling a gun out and shooting a doctor because they deleted their their, you know. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like you can drive. Like these people are already hurt, and then you offer them something, and then you take it away from them. And I just feel like, like, like if that was the concept, that's very dangerous and something that I don't, I don't know. This is, we're are we're, we're literally exploring something that's never been explored before that we don't even fully understand from a from a medical standpoint if it helps, if it if it hurts, you know. And I mean, yeah, it's it's really as you as we've said many times deep it's it's deep it's heavy
1: yeah i think where we are too with technology this 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 could be very very dangerous i mean because imagine someone with money and you can you can retrofit your house to 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 do projections so you can theoretically never say goodbye um to somebody you can like have them stay with you forever i mean there's a bunch of things we can do with technology n- nowadays i mean like we were just talking about the last segment with the cloud i mean you can take them with you i mean you can like constantly talk to them it's it's, it's scary and this but, takes away being human
2: this is the first example of how many movies have we watched or stories have we read of people that go and they live in another we don't have to talk about stories how many people do we know that lost their lives to world of warcraft they they, they absorb into they go see avatar and they literally have depression because because pandora doesn't really exist like people already have issues handling reality versus fantasy and this is fantasy you know i don't want to play it down but it is not it's not real and so Like you said, this is that first example of like a world where when you lose your world, when your world is taken from you, and the thing that you loved the most is gone, why wouldn't you want to live in this box the rest of your life? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it was, I knew this was going to be a difficult topic to talk about. um, But I wanted to touch base because it was, I mean, we've never seen anything like this. Yeah. I mean, short of, like I said, sci-fi movies and stuff, so. Um, it's interesting. It's heavy, but, uh, if you want to talk more about it, we can talk about it in the discord. Keep it, obviously keep it positive. Don't, don't, don't go anywhere stupid with it. Cause the, the mods will take care of you real quick on something like this. So, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's topic number two. We're going to, we're going to move on to topic number three. And, uh, like I said, if you want to keep talking about this, hit us up in the discord. I
0: think, uh, I think we need a little bit of a palette cleanser here, so we'll just <laughs> Alright, this, this
2: is actually perfect, perfect music for this next oh, one. Oh, it is. Because Nintendo's mobile efforts become more dire with monthly Fire Emblem subscription. Nintendo is your new pimp. <laughs> no doubt. They your are mobile pimp. pimp. Nintendo is your new pimp. Because they want you to pay nine dollars and forty-nine cents a month, so that you can get the best experience out of Fire Emblem Heroes. Take my money! No, come on, Miggy. Miggy. Is this true? Did you come play on, this game?
1: Miggy. I did.
2: I? I. still play
1: this game. I haven't dropped. I think I might have dropped all the five dollars on it. But okay. I played because it for. You, I played it for twenty-four hours
2: to. because you haven't had to until this day. Oh
1: boy, I'm scared.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, um, Miggy makes a great point. Before this. Everything in the game was obtainable as long as you put time into it. You could buy things and speed stuff up, but everything was obtainable if you just had patience, basically. Fire Emblem Heroes is Nintendo's most lucrative mobile game, period. Uh, To celebrate its third anniversary, Nintendo and developer Intelligent Systems has announced the Fuh Pass, a $9.49 per month subscription. The subscription yeah, adds, How is this an official graphic that says F-E-H pass? The foot
0: pass. The F pass. Foot pass. F-a pass.
1: F-a.
2: We're stupid. Yeah, anyways, the subscription adds <laughs> several highly requested features, stat boost to units, and additional in-game units, but it locks them behind a pricey paywall, which is the first for the otherwise extremely accessible free-to-play game. So. Um yeah, this is, this is it. This is an example of the state of Nintendo's current mobile lineup, which compared to the company's typical games is more prioritized than ever for squeezing money out of players. Like a lemon. The Fuh pass and five major changes to the base game, twice monthly distribution of, what is this, resplendent Heroes, which feature new artwork and boosted stats compared to the regular version of the characters, and special quests that reward otherwise hard to obtain in-game items. There are also three... Key quality of life changes, the ability to select up to three favored units, which gain additional stat bonuses compared to just one in the base game, the ability to rewind battles by a turn to try new uh, strategies, and an automatic grinding feature to replaying levels once Uh, over and over again. Who needs this? Right? Like, this is so dumb. Uh, It's not that Fire Emblem Heroes wasn't already overly monetized. As a gotcha-style game, its entire premise is based on spending real-world money on randomized loot boxes in hopes that pulling a particular character. So the point of the Fire Emblem Heroes has always been painfully clear. The game, along with Nintendo's Animal Crossing Pocket Camp... Was uh, which was even shut down last year in Belgium under the loot box law uh, that legally defines the randomized distribution as gambling. But as a method of making money, Fire Emblem Heroes' gotcha elements are hugely successful. A recent report from Censor Tower notes that the game was ear- has earned Nintendo over $656 million. I
1: hate you people!
2: more than every other Nintendo mobile game combined. Yep. (laughs) (sighs) So until now, though, so this is the the problem with this game, though. Until now, Fire Emblem Heroes was also incredibly generous to free players. Mm -hmm. Even as it tries to convince them to spend more money, not paying for orbs, the in-game item used to pull new characters, has almost become a game for players. There's an entire subreddit where frugal players encourage each other to save their items and YouTube channels uh, that are devoted to helping players clear the toughest content with freely distributed characters. Um, been playing the game since it launched in 2017, uh, and there, these, this uh, this article writer has yet to spend a dime despite devoting dozens of hours and collecting hundreds of rare heroes over the years. This is where the fa-pass changes everything. <laughs> For the first time, new features and content are being exclusively locked away behind a paywall, which means players who are looking to avoid spending money have no way to keep up. Before every piece of content was available and accessible to all players, regardless of their budget, even if collecting every hero using only freely distributed items would require supernatural luck. What has players particularly angry is not just that Nintendo and Intelligent Systems are locking major new features and gameplay-altering stat boosts behind a paywall. It's the price of the monthly subscription. $9.49 per month is roughly the same price as Xbox Live Gold and PlayStation Plus, which is running right around the $9.99 per month mark. (laughs) Although both offer far cheaper annual rates if you were to buy either one of those per year. And it's more than half the monthly cost of Nintendo's own Switch Online membership at $4 a month or just $20 a year. Those subscriptions all offer critical features like enabling online play, along with perks like hundreds of dollars worth of free games. The Pass costs more than Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus or Apple Arcade, and it costs almost as much as Spotify or Apple Music, which offer vast libraries of content. To put it in another way, the annual pass cost of, of the FU pass is around $113.88 before taxes. You could almost buy both Fire Emblem Three Houses and the Switch port of Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE Encore so despite charging as much as two full-price AAA games, the worst part about the Fall Pass is that even after you paid for it, you're still stuck with the rest of Fire Emblem Heroes, a gotcha game that's designed to extract as much money as possible from players through lottery-like loot boxes that you're likely still need to buy. So this doesn't even change the fact of all the other stuff that you're spending money on. This is why I hate mobile, Miggy. Like, I'm sorry. I know you get you have found stuff on the mobile network that isn't this, but this is why I hate mobile. I'm like, right, this I'm is so you. brutal, man.
1: And how, how is this a good business strategy? To, okay, yeah, it's a it's a free to play type of game. But yet they, after it's been out since how long has it been out? Where where is it? It's Three been years. Three years. It's coming and now, up on its
2: third anniversary.
1: Now all of a sudden they're like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Let's 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 give let's put this stuff behind a paywall. That'd be a good idea. Come on, that's what killed uh, Doctor Mario. That's what killed Mario Kart if I'm not mistaken. Mario Kart. It's it, that's what killed. Um, or well, there's still some people playing it. But uh, was it Pocket Camp?
2: Pocket Camp. Yep.
1: Their greed is killing their games. They have had one good game that I hope to God they don't touch, and that's a Dragalia loss. I, I, I know it's, it's coming. They're probably they're probably going to over monetize that, but I, I don't get it. I
2: don't, I don't <laughs> get the greed out of your eyes. You literally like, you literally like almost word for word just read the rest of this article. <laughs> 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 very, very nice. Very well done there. But uh, yeah, Dragalia is in, Dragalia Lost is in this as they're talking about like what they could, you know, what they could do to uh, a game that is very popular but but isn't generating revenue for them. Uh, they talk about how they've they've tried this idea with Mario Kart Tour and Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, but uh, have not had the greatest success with it. But the Fall Pass subscription will be available in Fire Emblem Heroes on Android and iOS, and it is already available. Uninstall. So yeah, you know, go ahead and pick that up there, Miggy. <sighs> you are a mobile guy. You gotta let us know how it is.
1: I could see if this was from the get go, from the initial release. Then, sure, then we knew what they're about. Absolutely,
2: three years in though, this yeah. is such a. It just feels dirty.
1: It, it is dirty.
2: I don't like the look of Nintendo from a mobile side versus like their their normal gaming like culture. They just it looks like <laughs> it just looks like sleazy.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. You got all
2: the sleaze balls working on the mobile team and then like all the genuine people working on like the Switch side. It, it's it's like they Nintendo <laughs> gave
0: it to like their brother who's like a bookie. Yeah. Who's like, "Hey, uh could you run our mobile aspect?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we got to have that money. Like you you got to have it. You got to have that good."
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. heated over here. I'm heated.
0: It's it's a it's Ma- bad.
2: Mickey they're making your entire industry look bad. Yeah. The they mobile are. industry. Because they don't know what they're doing. Bottom line, they really have no idea what they're doing. They're just trying to make a butt-ton of money off of suckers. The thing to say that they don't know what they're doing,
0: this is the same conversation we had with, like, Overwatch League. There's clearly a successful method out there that's clear and normal to follow. And Nintendo's
2: (laughs) choosing, like, let's try it this way, and that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so... I think I think we covered that. There's nothing much more to cover about this. It's a bad it's a bad look for Nintendo. They um we're gonna we're gonna move on and we're gonna move into Ten bucks a month is a lot. That's a lot. For a mobile game. I know, for one mobile game. I $10 mean, ten dollars a year, maybe. A year. Uh, even like two bucks a month, I would consider. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean a little bit a little over, but still. I don't know, man. That's God. Sickening me. Yeah. Anyways We'll see how quickly that changes because I just feel like I feel like hopefully I hope there'll be a bunch of pushback on this because this is just ridiculous. Well, China's going to
1: be on board if anything because that's the biggest where the biggest yeah. um, uh, mobile game market is.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're going to move into our new segment that we're going to try to kind of have something like this every week. We um, found an article today that kind of made us think and gave us a good question that we wanted to ask each one of us and then hopefully this conversation continues into the Discord and into our social media and we can kind of keep it going. But um, we're going to build everything around a topic of a question that's not time-sensitive. It's just something that, as gamers, I think we can all tie to and and have an opinion on and and voice an answer. So today, we want to talk about if you could replay any video game for the first time, erase your mind that you ever played it. And then you get to play it again for the first time. What game would it be and why? So I'm going to go around the room here. And I think Deadite's already set up for an answer. So are we good with starting with you? Yeah, yeah. I'll, okay. I'm happy to start this off. What do you got for us?
0: Now, now let me, let me lay down some further questions. Because we know one of my favorite games to play is ask a ridiculous question, and, yeah. and like, <laughs> hey, how much would I have to pay you to do such gross thing? Right. And then we go back and forth, and there's usually follow-up questions like, are there people going to watch? You know? <laughs> like, right, oh, right. I, let's Favorite, favorite uh, conversational game I like to play. So the idea is, what game could you just forget and then go back and play all over again? Mm-hmm. My, uh, my first question before I answer is, do I know what I know now? Or am I resetting my brain back to the year this game was released in a gaming sense? Do I have a, the, the knowledge of the gaming industry and the, the the type of games that exist now, but it's my first time playing this specific game? The reason I ask this is the game on my mind has aged quite a bit. So it's if I've replayed it for the first time today, it wouldn't be as magical as it was, uh, I'm thinking, uh, over 20 years ago or is it like I don't I, or, I, or do I get to recapture the magic I'm guaranteed to recapture the magic yeah.
2: I think you know what you know now as far as the industry as far as the world whatever but I think whatever game you pick you get to recapture the magic like the, the moments that you sit back and go the shocks the the smiles the laughs the you know being upset whatever it was all of that comes back and you get to re-enjoy it again like you did for the very first time
1: Mickey, a uh, question to aff- affect this: um, Would it be in its current state as we play it the first time, or would it be in its state that it is today? What do you mean, like? So, say for instance, if we played a game and beat it before the DLC and other stuff came out, mm. and um, we and we forget it, we play it now, and it's like a complete. It has like it's like game of the year. It's com- it's complete.
2: I mean, I guess I guess it would be complete because we're we're not we're not going back in time. We're we're saying we are here right now in 2020. So right. in theory, whatever you get, what you get, yeah.
1: Right, that's fair. fair.
0: I am gonna go Ocarina of Time, and. The reason I asked, like, do I know what I know now is I've played Breath of the Wild. In my heart, Breath of the Wild has far surpassed the love I ever had for Ocarina of Time. But there was the the childlike wonder of the world that was presented to me in Ocarina. So if you're telling me that I could go back to 1998 or whenever Ocarina came, down, came out and it feels like this huge, amazing game with fun music and a big adventure and hard puzzles Um if I could go back and sit down and re-experience that for the first time, I would do it because honestly, I think if you handed me an N64 right now and I tried to play it, I would still have a really good time. But the thought of having like 10 year old me's experience and just being struck by the game, I I would love to do that all over again.
2: Okay. Mickey, are you ready? I know this this is a this is a hard this is a Put a lot of thought into this one, so if you're ready, go for it. Oh, um, or do you want me to go?
1: I guess I'll go ahead because okay. this, this, um, I think, and mine is going to be more recent, but I'm thinking Final Fantasy 15. Mm, okay. Um, I don't know, because at times the opening, I think the opening of the game is what got me.
2: I was obsessed with that game, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm right on board with you as to like how driven I was for that game, like because of the story.
1: Yeah, I mean, and to go back on YouTube and hear that "Stand by Me." By Florence and the Machine, mm, yep. it still it, it still touches me, yep. and I think of, I think of the boys, you know, on that road trip, and you know they're going from point A to point B, and just basically what they went through. I mean, when you first started up to to see like they were like together fighting Ifrit, and then it goes into that, and I mean I just think. To replay that that adventure, not knowing what's going to happen, but having a, a complete experience—I mean, absorbing the animes, absorbing the DLCs—to yeah, kind of get the full picture, I think that would be—I think that would be awesome.
2: I see your question—the question you had now makes a ton of sense mm-hmm. because of all the side, all the support characters getting their own DLC yep. and all that type of stuff coming out after. That. That's yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. Um, I think a lot of people would expect me to go, you know, fall back into like that Metroid world of, uh, you know, like Metroid Prime for the GameCube uh, was was just so, you know, Metroid (laughs) Prime was such a, was such an amazing experience that I feel like after it though, like nothing has lived up to it, right? And Dude, so, your are so good, man. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Everyone really, you know, like, I think people might have expected me to go to, like, Super Metroid, or even, like, I loved Metroid Fusion Meditation so much, Force. but, like, Metroid Prime was just such a, like, game changer for me. It was that first kind of, like, honestly, it was, like, that first first-person type game that really grabbed me. Yes, yes. And so um the, the the boss battles the story the you know just like even just thinking of like the the condensation on on the visor and stuff like that it just mm. was so cool yes. that every time i played echoes or i played corruption or i played anything after that that i was like this is going to be such a cool experience it just wasn't the same as the first time i played prime the thing about prime is i played it at a point
0: where i had taken a hiatus from gaming i played it my sister had a GameCube, and that's what i i played on because i i was i was in high school i didn't i was busy uh doing homework and playing in drumline and i just didn't do a ton of gaming when i was in high school so my sister gets this uh this GameCube, and it came with metroid prime and she played it a little bit but then like right after i graduated i was like oh let me, let me try this out and i i I played it and I was like, "This is a the best looking video game I've <laughs> right. ever played." Like yeah. this game looks so good, and B, it was so immersive, and the GameCube controller somehow felt like in yeah. a perfect extension of your hands for that game. It did, yeah. So when you gave that answer, I can't believe I didn't think of that <laughs> because because the thing is is we're both extremely hopeful that we get a trilogy port and hopefully a cleanup available on switch. Cause I am so ready to go through and replay prime. Cause I haven't done it in 15 years now. Yeah. So I'm so ready to have that game again, but it won't ever recapture that moment where you, where you felt this was the best video game you've ever played yeah. and the immersion. And it like, you won't use this. It won't, you won't have the same controller. You won't have this, I played on a 13 inch tube TV right. sitting on my dresser in my parents' house, like porting it and giving it to me on my 65 inch TV with my surround cell system will never recapture the happiness I had on that 13 yeah. inch. Dude, your answer is so much better than mine.
1: Yeah, yeah mine too. Right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, no, I mean, I have a, I have a recent answer too. So, like, my, my recent answer would be, um, and answering this now, now. Explains to me why it won game of the year, but it's God of War. So the the newest God of War was something where I've waited so long for Kratos to come back and then for them to build him into this father figure that like surrounded by mystery and you just and all you wanted to do was drive through that game to figure out, you know, what what was going on with him, who was this woman he was with, the the kid, like and you just wanted to to know everything you could to drive through the end of that game and then get the answer. And I'm not going to talk about it because I know the game has been out long enough, but still, if you haven't played it, it's totally worth playing. But to get that answer and sit back and go, holy shit, that was a, that was a hell of a ride. Yeah. And so like, if I could replay that again and and have that same feeling, that would be great. But, but yeah, hands down, it goes to prime.
0: I will also give a more recent answer and if Miggy feels like thinking of any more of a retro answer because his was a more modern game now that we've sort of done both um, mine comes with an interesting caveat not only do I want to return and be able to experience it for the first time I want the environment in which I enjoyed this game to be reconstructed I would love to go back four years and be right back to the old Destiny 1 Taken King era when like G- Gamezilla was 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 a fledgling group and the thing that was really special about like uh, Bax and I recently talked about it, our boy Sci-Fi AJ how it was like a really cool time because like any given night you got on and everyone was playing Destiny all the boys were on we we're having a good time and that was really my first real experience playing online games because I was always a generation behind and I did some online Pokemon battling and things like that. But when it came to a community aspect, playing raids, doing strikes, playing PvP, like I had never been involved in uh, a crew that was like just always jamming a game. But you've been doing things like that for, yeah, since the Dreamcast days. And I think we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes. <laughs> right, right, right. But, um, <laughs> But like that was a really new experience for me and I would love to go back four years and us just be back to the the Taken King era of Destiny because it was a really fun time where I did a ton of gaming and it was the really good memories.
2: I think it's a, that's a really good answer because I can also agree and say I've still to this day play a lot of those ty- that type of game where I'm playing with people online, I'm playing with groups, but I'm always racing to find that next Taking King moment. Yeah. And I don't think we necessarily have. You know, like, things like running with a squad in Fortnite has been fun, and getting our first win was fun, but, the you know, the second win and the tenth win and whatever, it, had, it was the same. Like, the thing about our squad in Destiny was, like, we would go and we would hit we'd hit a raid or something that we've never done and we wouldn't look anything up and we'd say all right guys let's figure it out and we would fail over and over and over again but we would slowly progress and figure it out and then when we would beat something we'd be like damn that was awesome and then we'd go to work exhausted and we'd be like let's do it again <laughs> like every night yeah you're, that was something special and we it's I don't know if you can recapture really
0: it it was nice but like that that time span that I'm thinking of was a six months that you chops and I had a eight foot by eight foot office (laughs) that the three of us shared. So all day we were in our room talking about what we're going to do on destiny. We'll go like, all right, boys, I'm going to get home, eat dinner. I'll be on around seven. You know, like that was every day. So it was just a really exciting time around that game that, you know, Probably probably won't be coming back anytime soon. That, that yeah. is one of the reasons. I, like I said, I, I updated Destiny 2. Part of me thinks maybe we're going to see a comeback. Maybe. Maybe. Miggy, you
2: got a retro answer? And then I want to hit some of the answers in the chat here. Then we can move on.
1: It's okay if you don't. No, it's hard for me to pick. Um, <laughs> the first uh, puzzle i solved and bejeweled uh, <laughs> on mobile no uh <laughs> flappy bird <laughs> Man, oh that takes me back uh, <laughs> no i might have to go donkey kong country dude i thought you know mm. that uh,
0: I, I like always go to that as a go-to answer but uh, dude those memories man i'm with I, you
1: i remember the, the first time hearing that underwater theme song dude. That's when water that's when underwater music was real. Let's make underwater music great again. Dude, you're um, right. But I mean I can clearly hear it in my Call head wise right now. Man. <laughs> between that one and mario 64 like the water music was just was just great i mean i remember playing that and uh and spending like like time playing that with uh you know with my mom and with my dad like you know playing the two player like me being the only child you know and you know antisocial. so i mean you know just a lot of fond memories with that passing the controller back and forth um you, i still play this game to day. everything that i can put an emulator on i have it you know on my right. pie on my phone and it just i don't know it just just takes me back makes me feel good
2: I just wanted to hit the mixer chat real quick too cuz we did have a good a good uh poll from from the audience on this uh, mindful goose saying the legend of mana mm. or pokemon um we had I Chris.
0: considered pokemon blue as my answer yeah. cuz like that was that was a childhood memory that hits me so hard in the heart man yeah
2: craig wk uh of course <laughs> we knew this was coming earthbound it's his favorite game I've of all time i've never even heard of that game never heard of it <laughs> og sphinx says uh it would have to be metal gear solid the original ooh mm. Um, um, Ravrio says Heart of Darkness was up there. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. He said, but also playing it with no memory card was brutal. Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that, that does sound brutal. Um, you got you
0: to mow some lawns to get that memory card money.
2: Yeah. Mindful Goose also brings up a more relevant game, uh, or more recent game, I should say uh, Detroit Become Human. I think a lot of those types of games, Detroit Become Human, Heavy Rain, uh, Beyond Two Souls, those games that really were story driven and took you down a really crazy uh, path, were amazing that first time, and then you just you don't have that. It's it's just not the same the next time. Jason, absolutely. Um, And then Owl Zero chiming in with World of Warcraft, I would focus on the lore more and not rush levels. Um, But yeah, that yeah, I mean World of Warcraft is. A lot of people's answers, right? I mean, that that was a game changer for, for I mean, that was the MMO. <laughs> uh, that was what started it all when it comes to that that uh, style of game. So, yeah, um, great answers. I want to thank everybody for for chiming in on on uh, Mixer.com/slash the Media, and. Um, yeah that was that was fun that was that was a good topic we're gonna try to do something like that every week that uh we can build the show around a little bit more and keep at least a chunk of the show less time sensitive so that uh you know if you miss the show and this is something that interests you then you can jump into it let's get into the zilla update ah okay should I go first or should I go? Yeah, you <laughs> should go first because I
0: will gauge how much I'm going to speak based on how long you speak.
2: <laughs> so we just because uh, you have a lot more to talk about than I do. Yeah, we just spent a lot of time um, where we spent a ton of time. We were talking about like just amazing moments in the past and, and reliving these these amazing games that we're playing or that we played. Um, I got to do that this weekend. And I almost got to do it, and the way that we just asked this question, right, is that I got to play something that was basically what I loved back in the early two thousands, and um, but but almost relive it where it was all new to me because Fantasy Star Online two. Close beta was this weekend. Yeah. Now, if you're not sure what Fantasy Star Online is, it's one of my favorite games of all time. And it was on <laughs> If you're not say- decrepitly old and yeah. played a
0: Dreamcast.
2: <laughs> and it was on Dreamcast GameCube. Okay. It came out, they they released really odd versions on the PSP. It's Grimm's And Earthbound. you could get the uh Fantasy Star Universe on the Xbox 360. It is Grim's Earthbound. Yep. It is my Earthbound. You're right. <laughs> There's a mobile version too. Yeah, there is a mobile version. There's a lot of stuff out there for it. But Fantasy Star Online was an amazing game that was ahead of its time as far as what it could do. You were playing online with people. You know, back when you had dial-up modems still on your Dreamcast, and you were still running around the stores looking for this thing called a broadband adapter that would allow it, so that you uh, you know, you could get into that cable modem style thing that hopefully your your provider uh, offered. So. Anyways, it's just... It was a dungeon crawler that had four levels. And it was it was a loot collector before loot collecting was a thing. And it was amazing. Anyways, Fantasy Star Online 2 came out in Japan in 2012. And we still don't have it until spring 2020 here in North America. But we're going to get it. And I got to play the closed beta. It feels like a 2012 game. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. It's not the prettiest game. But it is Fantasy Star Online 2 and it is legit. It feels great. It has everything that I remember. It has one of the most important things that I thought they, they ruined when they released uh, Fantasy Star Universe which was they took away the mags which are your little robots that float behind you and you can feed them and they evolve like Pokemon every so many levels and they boost your character and they do all sorts of crazy stuff. But it's a Sega driven game. Sega Sega produced games. Sega made. So... You want a Dreamcast floating behind you? Guess what? There's ways to make it happen. You want Sonic the Hedgehog floating behind you? Guess what? There's ways to make it happen. Movie Sonic? You want Knuckles gloves because you're a brawler in the game? There's ways to make it happen. Like, this game is so cool within itself when it comes to loot and just cool gear that you're picking up and it's dropping all the time as you're fighting these epic bosses. But at the same time, there's just even fun fun stuff. And then as you build all this stuff up, you launch your own store. And I don't just mean like a little like you know auction house. I mean like someone actually goes into your store that you design and they buy your items from you. And and you can literally kind of build your own little world within the spaceship that is floating above these these planets that you're going down and trying to, you know trying to uh, purify and save. But guys, I, uh the, the beta was Friday, Saturday, and I didn't get to play Friday. I played Saturday like all day. And then I thought it was over and I was just like, mm-hmm. man, I can't wait. I can't wait. And so Sunday I'm like getting ready to game and I see someone I follow on Mixer go live say, all right, last night of Fantasy Star. I hop in their stream. And I'm like, hey man, aren't the servers down? They're like, no, they're extending them. they, they open up at 7 PM. <laughs> it's 658. I was like, this person's lying to me. I log in, boom, the servers are back up. Because I had logged in earlier and they were down. Mm-hmm. They're back up. I'm like, well, screw everything else. I'm logging in. I and I play. I play uh, until the server is pretty much shut down again, uh, all night on Sunday. And just man, that was the day though. Like I was getting through a lot of the tutorials, a lot of the things they want you to do. And on Saturday, Sunday was the day where I got to go fight bosses. I really got to get back in the grind of like. Of, of what Fantasy Star is, and just like dude, man. I'm looking you
0: in the eye right now. You look like an addict. You look like an addict talking about score. Your your pupils are dilated. Yeah. You're like intense right now. You're because
2: like, we talked dude. about like that experience of like Metroid Prime and what it did to yeah. me. Like I re- like, and we said how it's impossible to let it happen again. It happened again last night because it was something I've waited for forever. And given up on, let's be honest, I never thought it was coming, right? It came out in 2012, it's already eight years old, who's crazy enough to port it now? You can go back in the history
0: of the nearly 300 episodes of the GameZilla podcast, and heard heard countless times I taunted you about like, oh (laughs) yeah, fantasy Star never coming to the North
2: America! Yeah, and I kid you not, man, things (laughs) gave gave me fucking chills, like the load screens are the stupid tunnel that you go through in the Dreamcast, and there's like a little like, little like star thing yeah. like comet like a little comet and you can move it you should have seen it's him d- stream. dumb as hell but it's still there all the sound effects are still there i fed i fed the mag right got my mag and then like i'm like look there he is and i like fed him some 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 mono mates and some dime mates and some trimates you know what that shit is but it's okay and then i watched the levels move and i heard little chomping of the of the robot eating my eating my my stuff and i'm like. Oh, my God. And you can only (laughs) feed it three things every three minutes. So I'm like, cheek, cheek, cheek. I'm like, come on, you son of a bitch. Get hungry again. (laughs) 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 You're you're getting
0: abusive towards your robot.
2: Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, it needs to evolve. But anyways, once the mags evolve, you get photon charges, which create these giant, like, celestial beasts that, like, attack these bad guys and do all these crazy shit. Man, oh, my God. I'm just talking about It's getting me... It's too much. <laughs> Good it's thing you much. got those thin pants on. It is too much right now. <laughs> Fantasy Star Online Two was fantastic. I'm super excited to coming out 2020 spring and um, free to play. You know, there's gonna be micro microtransactions, whatever. There is a full blown casino. I found a casino, and every game you walked up to was a mini game. You actually played other games, so like it would just morph you in, and all of a sudden it was my character in this giant cannon, and I was shooting these giant diamonds, and then the diamonds would drop coin, coins inside of balls, like Super Monkey Ball, and then mm. they would come through this little um what's what are what are the games called where like the ball like there's all the pins. Pachinko. Pachinko. Thank you. And they just like they're they're bouncing down. And you have to move your cart to catch them. And but there's bombs coming down too, so you can't get the bombs, you lose the coins. I played that for a half hour. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, this is such a great like break from the game. Oh man. You should have watched him live.
1: (sighs) I I, I, I did, I did
2: hop into his stream yesterday
0: evening, and I have no prior fantasy star experience other than watching like a few clips like here or there. Um but what I could tell you is if you blindfolded me, turned the stream on, and said, Hey who published this game? I go, oh, the music? This is a Sega game. The music is yes! so yes. Sega. Especially the yes. casino. Right away, you can just hear that it's just the most Sega music. Oh my god, it's It's, so it's literally like they just pulled every song that was ever on a Dreamcast and meshed it together in game.
1: I had walked away from the stream for a minute, and then I hear, he goes to the casino, but I hear like this music playing. I'm like, the heck? Did he switch over to play Sonic Adventure? Yeah. And I'm going there, and he's still playing this. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It sounds yeah. like Sega. And
2: so, um, because I played to close beta, I should be getting a Dreamcast mag. So I'm oh. really excited about oh. that. Yeah. And then uh all throughout the beta, if you were in the ship, uh, you could look at any of the monitors on the wall and it was playing the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer for the new movie coming up. Mm-hmm. So they're integrating they're integrating in their other their other IPs. And Saturday night they did a live like digital concert in the in the hall.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah. So like all sorts of cool stuff that I was like, wow, this game really is Good and 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 the exciting part was, they had um, a good amount of servers up for the for the U.S. you know closed beta test and they were they were packed like you couldn't like it was hard to get into a server and then once you get into a server you have blocks and you basically have to go find a block that like wasn't maxed, mm-hmm. so to me that felt good, to see how many people came out to try it. Um, considering you had to jump through some hoops just to try it, it wasn't as easy as going to the store and downloading the beta. Yeah, uh, You had to be part of the Xbox Insiders group. And then once you were in that, then you would go through that application in and get your get your access to it. So, like, the fact of the matter is that they didn't make it super easy and it was still packed. Uh, it was awesome. The, the new weapons, the new classes, all this stuff – Like, I got to play a Braver, which is, like, a half-range, half-melee character where I would normally play a Ranger and just go ranged uh, weapons. So I got to try out the bows, and then I got this cool katana that then I was like, well, I got to try it. And just the hot swap, like, you could change your whole set of weapons and just, like, boom, you got the katana out, and now you're flying in, and you uppercut someone with the katana up in the air, and then you're floating in the air doing, like, 16 slacks. Oh, my God.
0: All right, you're getting a little overstimulated. He really is, yeah, yeah.
1: Let me turn this video it's off. So it's so uh, good.
2: Look at his good. eyes. He's like, "How long you gotta wait till you play the real game?" Like, I, t- I, you th- all think I'm joking, but I have said many times on stream, at work today, to my wife, I am in trouble. This will ruin me. Let's just, yeah, let's the last just... time Fantasy Star Online was a thing, I was in high school. I stopped sleeping. I would go to school. Oh, boy. And you already some... don't sleep very much as it is. I would go to school sometimes. And then I would come home, and we would play Fantasy Star until the following school day. And then I would just hop in a car, sleep on the way to school, and that was my sleep. And then i go to school again. Jeez. Yeah. And then about every, I don't know, 10 days, I'd, my body would just shut down, and I'd sleep for like a full day, and then I'd wake up and just start all over again. It was bad. This is gonna be dangerous. It is up to Deadite, Miggy, and others to to help me by like chopping fingers off if necessary okay. once this gets out of control. Once it gets out of control. Oh, oh what? Okay. Yeah, we gotta let it get out of control oh, yes. first. Otherwise I gotta enjoy it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so the truth comes out what Man. really happened to your heart. <laughs> this is uh this is yeah, this is Jeez. It's so good. And, and that's the thing. It feels dated. It feels old, but I love it. Like, I love it for that reason that we just talked about in the previous segment where just it feels like I'm playing an extension of what I was playing back in the day. Just a little bit more advanced. It's kind of like when I, oh, like, I don't know, Five, six
0: years ago when I bought Roller Crochet Tycoon 1 for the original Xbox. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like, it's three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> what have yeah. I done to myself? Yeah, yeah.
1: I get that same feeling yeah. with, uh, with Sims 4, so yeah. I, I can relate. So, Mickey, do you have a gaming moment of the week? Oh, I get to go next. Um, you're probably going to regret this decision, so. Oh, that's mobile. Ha! Technically. Technically.
2: <laughs> Technically.
1: But, no, um as i was enjoying Grim's stream, he was looking like a boy at christmas and uh yes. listening to the oscars you know i have got his excitement going from my phone and i've got chris rock talking doing a monologue and then i just got like a japanese going i've got like a like a cornucopia sounds going and i sat in front of my computer and played the game that i think i went past i think went grim all on 2 weeks ago yeah 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 the, the honkai impact 3rd honkai impact 3rd but um Yeah, I put in a lot of time like I was burning through. Like, what we were talking about for the pre-show, check it out on Patreon.com. Um... I was burning through through uh, like like lists and the achievements and like you know you have to get this this score to to get hit you know to uh, get these items to upgrade your character. Um, so I'm like trying to go down through the checklist. I'm like, okay, let me see. Um, okay, where's this person score I got to do better. I got to go into survival. It's like uh, there's like this arena that you go into and you fight wave after wave after wave, and it's like crazy. It's like um each character is like feels different and they are different. They have different abilities and different attributes. Like I'm sitting there trying to find the perfect character combination. Like it's crazy. And I found this melee character that I end up building up and she's like freaking amazing. And then I got these two twins, which are amazing. Like you summon one out, she's got this one attack that like, you know, a special attack, it holds, she holds her pose and as soon as it gets attacked, she does this arc around the enemy's back and like slices. And then when she does that, her twin sister's icon starts flashing you tap that she comes dropping in and does the slash and when you're doing the combo attacks with the with uh, with the with the, um, the sister you called out her other sister comes in and joins in for an attack so you go like slash slash and then you do like another slash she comes in they do a combo attack so it's like you can call her in with like the uh, like um certain points of the combo and then when her special gauge fills up both of them around the field at the same time, they both like hold this sword and it's like a giant, like something Dragon Ball Z kind of sword and like slash and then you can summon them out. So it was like kind of like going back and forth. And there's certain other characters, like their icons will like flash and like let you summon them in. And they'll do like, uh, it's kind of like Marvel's Capcom when you can do like, um, like a tag in attack and they do an attack, knock them back. It's kind of like that, but only more flashy. But, um, yeah, I put in. Oh my gosh, I don't know how how long were you streaming. I think I like played about. I lost track of time. Yeah, Sunday I played like that much. Like while I, while like you were on, and I think I when you got off, that was when I got off. I'm like, you know what? I put in so much time, and I was halfway tempted because your progress, I got off a lot though. Yeah, especially with when this when you were playing this, but um.
2: <laughs> Let's be honest. The only reason this is your gaming moment of the week is because you didn't play Fantasy Star Online too.
1: Yeah, and, and the reason the reason I oh, didn't play... Here it comes. The reason... Here we go. Here it comes. Here we go. The reason I didn't fault. play... Oh, I wasn't going to say it was all oh, your fault. Oh, I thought it was all my fault. No, I mean, it was part of your fault. I was going to say all your fault. Yeah, but, um, part of my fault. I yeah, I, I, accept, I accept part of the blame. But the reason I didn't play... I started when I, I saw you playing it Saturday. I'm like, oh, is this the only PC? And you said, it's Xbox. But you have to be a part of this program and do such and such. And I'm like say no more fam <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'm going to do the research i'm like i remember signing up for that and i signed up and i went through like everything and i got like the download i'm like hey i'm downloading right now i'm playing it and uh i'm like you know what 70 gigs it should be uh i should be playing it tomorrow and then like when you were when we were playing the it we were beta playing...
0: was 70 gigs because
1: it it's a full game yeah, so while we were in the middle of playing it, how is that game sixty gigs? It's 70.
2: it's it's huge. So like it's a wh- million years old. It, 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 yeah. I thought
1: it'd be megabytes, not gigabytes. So while you were playing it, I'm like I'm like okay, so I'm, I'm like yeah, I can, I can wait. So we played a uh, Fortnite, and you were saying you know it's only available until today. I'm like, what? I said just I said play it before three a.m. But by that time it was about what? Almost midnight? And I'm like, no. okay, eleven thirty to ten to ten thirty? No. Like eleven? It wasn't one that late. Uh uh-uh. uh. I, I thought it was had been late when I found out the news. I was like, Well, at this no, point because I told
2: you that before I left for, to get food. Yeah,
1: that's right. So that was about like seven thirty. Yeah. In-ish. So
2: I thought you had time. Is that yeah. was the only reason I made that comment? I thought it was, it might have been like, I don't remember. I was like, oh, that. I, mean, I downloaded oh, the 70 gigs in like like seven minutes. That's right. What, well, yeah,
1: you've got, You've got. <laughs> I'm like half of what you have. i have half of what you have. I think you guys are both liars. So, so anyway, so okay, I'm like, it was oh, like eight minutes. that was the plan. I was going to set it to download at night when I went to bed when I wasn't playing it because you're playing online games. It's going to take forever to download. Right. So I was going to do that. And then when you told me that, I just got defeated. I was like, well. Oh, I miss out on it. Then I get, I get home from church the but next day. But you didn't day. tell me that. You didn't tell me. I like, never thought about it. It was late when I, I was. It was. It was late. I would have told you not to stop the download. And if I had smart, I wouldn't have stopped that. I would have just put it on. And, but when I when I got home from church the next day and I saw you like playing, I'm like, wait a minute, it's still going. You're <laughs> like, yeah, Maggie, it's still going until So I'm like, what time? It was like 9 o'clock. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to play it now.
2: Yeah, it wasn't still going. Remember, though, it wasn't still going. They did shut it down, and then they brought it back at 7 p.m., which I didn't know. I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't know. So
1: so like I said, I'm not no, I'm not saying it's all your fault. I'm only giving you part like like a soup salt a mill year, you know, small, you know, a paquito, you know, part of like it. Like you'll though. never forgive me, but, no, but no, no. still, it's not 100 percent your fault. I, I believe in being a thumb pointer, and I should have went ahead and downloaded. It. It's, you know, the most of them say it's on my back. I should have went ahead and downloaded it. Just kept it going. But no, 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 no. Uh, I listen to the the Graham voice.
2: Craig WK wants to make a comment on this video game that was your gaming moment of the week, and says, "I'm not sure what this honky third strike is, but uh, player one, Miggy, sounds both offensive and bland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of like you, Craig.
1: But um Ooh, shots fired. And I did not pick. I did not pick the right footage. So as a video guy, there we go. Thumb, thumb pointer again. Oh wait, a I'm minute. not sure there is right footage.
0: All there right, that is. at least
1: is a game.
2: That is at least a game so I
0: thought this was just a menu simulator is it, a
1: hack- is, it
2: gla- is it hack and slash?
1: Yeah, yeah Okay, I'm into it So this is the character that I, that I play with this, That you can see in the blur uh, She's like the the, the melee of. There's a character G- there? Because G- I can't me, tell You gotta this give little. out
0: seizure warnings Before you play stuff like this on this show What was that? That was a side boob shot That's not a seizure warning We're gonna warning. get banned for this it's okay if it's in-game.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, just, it's fine if it's Mickey's in-game. Mickey's making but... his own rules
0: up now. <laughs> it, it seems legit he's got a point if it's in-game. Like, Mario had nipples, and we showed Mario's nipples I don't, back did when we were on Twitch. Yeah. Did oh, yeah, we showed Mario's I think we nipples we showed on Mario's Twitch.
2: nipples, though, with the concept that we might get in trouble. Oh, boy. I wasn't afraid. You're never afraid.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, if we get shut down, we get shut down. <laughs> but no, I mean, usually, I mean, like, it, it is a mobile game. You do have to go through, like, you know, these menus because basically when I, every time I start, these are kind of checked off. So I go in there, I collect my items, um, and then I go through and see and see what I have to do. And then where I go over to is the attack side, and that's where you start to do the missions and everything. And as you clear out the missions, yeah, you go back through your the menu and stuff and you clear out, you get your items and stuff in there. But I mean, it's it's addictive because I spent like most of the time like going through the the free the free Roman map and everything. So I, I it's a mobile game. I won't recommend it to everybody. Actually, no, I will recommend it to everyone. Play it. If you like action Adventure game, it's free. It's available on PC. Play it.
2: Play At least it, until it. PSO come PSO2 comes out. Until,
1: until PSO. Yeah, it's and like I said, it's free go directly to their website. Um and you can link it with your I mean, you won't play it on. It looks beautiful on PC. It really I tried to stream it on PC my PC, couldn't stream it and um like play it Yeah, I know time. we gotta work on that. So yeah, yeah. So but yeah, I'm I've like I go to lunch and I've got Xbox Game Pass on my phone and I've just been sucked into this game. Like you'll see me over in our like lounge area in the IT just like just 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 tap just tapping away like because you can do the combo attacks like it's it's that's that's the only the only mobile game that i would confidently recommend to any and everybody whenever i get the chance but that's i've been putting all my time into that that and fire emblem no actually i'll check in the fire emblem i'll do my draws (laughs) but i don't think that'll that'll happen anymore because i'm sorry they're gonna put a stop to that so this is the only game that i've been playing for like the past two or three weeks solid
2: what do you got today? I- Alright, well.
0: <laughs> Mickey, sorry, I forgot to play the, the no, no, music fine. for <laughs> you. That's
2: fine.
0: Um. Yeah, so I have been living a strange, unusual life for the last week. How's it any different in lifeless? Uh, my wife is in California. Which means I fill that void in my life with gaming. Oh my yeah. god. It. So uh I this weekend played more. Online PlayStation video games With other people Than I did in
2: all of 2019 Yeah what it tells me is that Anytime I can't get you online to play games I just It's L's fault We can't rule that out <laughs> I'm not
0: going to confirm I, deny that I, uh, I, I enjoy spending my time In my evenings with my wife cleverly, I will...
2: cleverly said but I now know That you're just held captive
0: I really truly enjoy spending time With my wife it is my favorite thing to do um, I mean would you rather sp- spend time with a bunch of nerds shooting guns on the internet or spend quality time with your wife wink wink
1: that fed you butter and tried to give you a myocardial infarction yeah so what was she trying to feed me butter as
2: a prank that's a very loving <laughs> <Butter prank>. boy <laughs> yeah we gotta give her credit for that because butter boy yeah. exists because of her yeah um see I get the best of both worlds. Your wife games with you. Yeah. Yeah, she's a heavy gamer. We did really
0: well gaming together when Pokemon was fresh, and then we yeah. both got done with Pokemon. Yeah, you
2: need a Pokemon every other
0: month that come out. Yeah, then and you're set. And we're good. You're then there'll good. be a lot of time for playing games. But um I filled filled my time this weekend with playing Borderlands three with our man uh Master Caleb and our dude Ecto. And uh it was good. And I got sucked right back into this game. So we have all talked about having horrible addictions of getting sucked back into games uh, this week, it, it really did. I was really driven and motivated to just get right back into Borderlands because I haven't played it since October. I took a few months off on it. So I've really enjoyed being back into it and uh, I kind of regret that I let it sit for as long as I did, but uh, I've, I've I've made the same in 2020. I will play more games online with my friends. Check on it. But I mean, more than six hours. I've already done more than more than last year, which was only six hours. So (laughs) my PlayStation year-end report said I played six hours of online games. So I've already surpassed that. So from here, it's just gravy. I've done seven, eight, nine hours.
2: I'm good. Good, good. I'm, I'm happy for you. That, that's a big, that's a big, uh, big step for you. Big step back into the, the right direction. (laughs) Back into the
0: world of being uh, digitally social.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Instead of a shut in.
2: When we're all busy and it's hard to get together, that's a good way to uh, share it. Still hang out. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I think that's it though, right? That's our gaming moments of the week. We always like to hear what you guys are got going on, and you can share your gaming moments. Right in the Discord. So make sure you join today, become part of the Discord, and talk with gamers from around the world every day. I'm going to wrap this boy up real quick. Don't forget
0: that we have other amazing shows available for you GamesLowMedia.com, Noiseland Arcades, our Simpsons podcast, Noobs and Dragons, our tabletop storytelling, uh, Dungeons and Dragons Adventure, Legend of Retro, Retro Gaming, and Last Action Podcast, all things action movies, of course. You got us, Gamezilla Podcast. If you're watching us on mixercom slash Media, make sure you subscribe iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, anywhere you listen to a podcast. We're probably there. If you listen to podcasts in multiple places, subscribe to us everywhere. Leave us a leave us a thumbs up. Leave us a review. That helps us reach more people. And also, you can help us financially by supporting us at Patreon.com/slash/GamezillaMedia. Ho, oh, Change! <laughs>
2: all right everybody thank you for hanging out on episode 299 of the games podcast remember next week is our 300th episode 300. And we have some big plans for you, so make sure you are watching us live on Mixer.com slash Games the Media and uh, tuning in because we're going to be doing some, some extra special stuff for the show. If you can't make it, of course, we're available in all those great places that, that I just mentioned. So thanks for hanging out, and remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game on. Game on.